Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it after the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 25, 50, 45. Here goes Davis. Oh, my God. This is going running all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. And tonight, hey, it was BYOG bring your own guts. And they brought some guts and some heart, and they never quit until the last one. Kick is blocked. Kick it to the joining get ready for the esbc betting and gambling not gambling we don't gamble here what we do is we use business and financial concepts in our experience right uh to make money watching sports every single uh business meeting has to have a purpose in the outcome the purpose is to make me money right we're not hypocritical like these athletes, these politicians that never have specifics, all they have are over generalities. We're very specific here, what the goals are uh, to make us money. And we also make money with tips and information you give because uh, freedom is not free and democracy and capitalism work on collaboration. You collaborate and then you innovate. So we make just as much money getting information from people from the outside that we do on the inside. However, right, the outcome, the results. I hate when people talk and talk and talk and don't talk about specific outcomes. For the last 10 years, my wife has not bought gasoline if it's not been betting dollars. We've gone on vacations. Uh, we've had a very good time in the richest country in the world. We're humbled by that because they say that in the pandemic, there's going to be 7 million people that are going to be in poverty because of that. A lot of businesses are going to close down because if you took a PPP loan, you can't deduct the expenses. I have an MBA, securities licenses. I have clients net worth $50 million, and I'm humbled by that. And in a way, I have a little bit of survival guilt. So we give you these picks for free at a higher rate than you can get anywhere else. Right now, I don't even know why he's still around, but still Nate Silver, still around. He gets every election wrong. Uh, he was grumbling that college football betters have been losing this year. Not here. We're in the upper, close to 70%, 52.5% as break even. All right? So if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. And every single week that the Marine Jack Luda has been on the podcast, has <laughs> been straight profit. Uh, and we're at 15 weeks in a row of profit. A man who's been in five Rose Bowls, he knows what he's talking about. Thank you for joining us and uh, thank you for making us money on this. The Marine Josh Luna. Hey, how you doing? Let's, let's do every this day. today. Let's get yeah, things going. It's a great day. Yes. Hell yeah. Definitely. All right. So let's, what, what are the games we're going to tackle? And uh, 
I rarely say this, but definitely bet when the championship games come up, definitely bet double and sprinkle a little on a five-team parlay on these championship games. You know how I hate parlays and teasers are for losers. So don't tease them. Parlay it a little less, but bet every game individually so you lock in the profit that we've enjoyed this year. Okay. All right, championship weekend. College football playoff almost around the corner. Northwestern, Ohio State, Big Ten championship. Ohio State needs to get into the playoff. They need to get this W. How are you feeling? They will get the W. And part of this uh, is because we not only make money on the games, we're also fans. Like, you don't go to five Rose Bowl unless you're a football fan and you like watching the games. So we watch the games at the same time and we make money. And as hard as these guys work, it's heartbreaking to see these guys cry at the end of this game. Uh, it was hard to see Northwestern cry at the end of uh, the Big Ten Championship a couple of years ago. Uh, a lot of these guys are gonna be playing in this game. Uh, a great uh, defensive coordinator, Hank Witz for uh, Northwestern. This is gonna be his last game, right? And we use business and financial concepts to make money. That's scarcity, scarcity. So there's scarcity involved. The fact that the defensive coordinator for Northwestern, uh, Northwestern is a developmental team and they're going against a blue chip team, right? Blue chip teams like uh, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, every year and year out they get blue blue chip phenomenal players. Northwestern has to develop them. Every other year they're good. Last year they were bad, so I knew they were gonna be good this year. But their heart will be broken, but they're gonna cover the big number. And also on championship week, I noticed that in a game like this, a lot of people love to bet overs and favorites. They're gonna balloon this Ohio State line. So right now it's around 17. Uh, I would get it off that key number, make it 17 and a half Northwestern. However, this game's at 9 a.m. West Coast time. If you get up early, you wake up in the morning and you see Ohio State plus 25 pound Northwestern. What One other thing too, in stock market, there's fundamental analysis and technical analysis. And I've been talking to people in the stock market, and a guy that owns an investment firm, and he was saying, uh, technical analysis, right? Technical analysis, even though they try to sell it a lot, you see it a lot on CNBC, it's 100% gaslighting a complete lie. No one has ever gotten rich off technical analysis. So technical analysis in football is if that Ohio State line goes from 17 to 24, they think the market's rational that they know something. No, they don't know something. The Marine Josh Luna, the Marine that's been to games, Rose Bowls, we know more, right? Than the linebacker, then linemen. And remember, the line makers are feeding you this lie that they want bets on both sides and they make money off the big, the middle. No, they want you to get the game wrong. They want 80% of the people to see that plus 25 to bet Ohio State. <laughs> so we would bet Northwestern, right? Because we're in here for the long haul. Salesmen think short term, businessmen and women think long term. And then we're going to make that money pounding those. Northwestern Wildcats. Ohio State just has too much talent. 
That's and, too good. Uh, yeah, and Justin Fields, if nobody's open and the play's broken down and a, a lineman missed the block, he just shakes him and goes off for 20 yards. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the heartbreaking part of it at the end of the game for Northwestern. But they're going to play a great game. They're going to be very disciplined. Coach Pat Fitzgerald does not get our coach. Another will Hankwitz. And uh, they'll keep things under control, but they will not win the game. Okay. All right. I'm liking that one. Sticking. Well, now switching out to the Big 12. We talked about this one earlier. Oklahoma, Iowa State. I mean, we both kind of feel Oklahoma's going to win this game. But how are you feeling about Iowa State keeping it a little close? Well, yeah, uh, you're the Big 12 expert, man. You've actually been to Big 12 games. How many uh, Texas-Oklahoma games have you gone to? I've only gone to one of those, but I'm trying to hopefully go to a few more. Oh, nice. Red River's a great one, man. Yeah. Oh, I have to go to that one myself. Experience all the big games. I've been to Auburn, Alabama, I've been to Florida, Florida State. Yeah. USC, UCLA. So I got to get Texas-Oklahoma in their Red River rivalry. I'll make sure I'm in shape and hydrated because <laughs> it's hot. Uh, what do you think about the Iowa State? I know Matt Campbell, again, developmental. These guys, I love these guys because he doesn't make excuses. Uh, he has no talent, <laughs> but he's still going to be in the game. He's going to almost win the Big 12. Uh, Matt Campbell knows how to develop talent. He's a young guy. He's a very, very intelligent guy. You see him on the sidelines, very, very intelligent intense and in a way i should not bet this game because uh the backup quarterback for iowa state tj tampa uh his dad went to high school with me in lakewood high in florida we had the you know william floyd bar none won a super bowl with the 49ers and uh tommy carter who won a national championship with notre dame uh tj tampa's dad was in there now tj tampa is the backup quarterback for iowa state so, and I like Matt Campbell. So, what are your thoughts, the Marine Josh Luna on Iowa no, State? I'm I'm liking Iowa State to cover this one. I think it's a different Oklahoma team. You know, it's a different Iowa State team. Let's not think of the past. Let's think about 2020. Exactly. This Iowa State team's pretty good. You know, they only got a few losses, two losses to, you know, a tough Oklahoma State team on the road, and right. Louisiana team that's pretty decent. They're going to play Oklahoma. They already beat them twice. It's going to be a close game. I just, I think OU wins, but I think they cover the spread at six and a half for the Cyclones. I 100% agree. And this is a first year uh, quarterback in Lincoln Riley's system, too. So this is, a, this is what a rebuilding year for Oklahoma looks like. And Lincoln Riley just does enough to win. He seems to get out pushed all the time. So this is a game you definitely get out pushed by uh, Matt Campbell. And that Louisiana offensive line they lost to had uh, over 100 career starts and two guys that went into the NFL last year and two guys that are going into the NFL this year. So that wasn't really, I wouldn't call that a bad loss at all. So I 100% take your Iowa State Cyclone. And again, if that line balloons to plus eight, plus nine, pound it again, pound that Iowa State I'll just these Cyclones. Now, what's the over-under in that game? 58. 58. So this is the Big 12. People see the Big 12, they automatically bet that over. Do we go the other way and go under with Matt Campbell and company? Uh, 
know how to play that Oklahoma Air Raid. All right. Yeah, Stick, let's going out to the Pac-12. I'm sorry. Iowa State has eight guys coming back on defense. Right. And John Ecock is the defensive coordinator for Iowa State. So let's keep that under 50, 58. If balloons to 60, 61, pound it the other way. All right. Sticking on this championship weekend, USC hosting Oregon at the Coliseum. Tell me how you're feeling about SC covering at three and the over-under for that game, 66. Uh, this game is a game, I usually bet $1,000 per game, so I bet like $2,000 on the USC uh, money line. Now, borderline, I shouldn't bet that, that game because Mario Crystal Ball is the head coach of Oregon, and he's Cuban. So whenever there's a Cuban head coach, Guy in South Carolina, he's a cute head coach. Uh, those guys, uh, I root for them, right? And uh, Mario Crystal Ball is second generation Cuban. So second generation Cubans from Miami are not racist, especially if he went to University of Miami with uh, all those dudes, Warren Sapp and all them back in the day, Dwayne Johnson, his roommates with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Uh, and he's done a great job. He's a super recruiter at Oregon. But again, it's a developmental program. Uh, pretty much all the guys that the Marine Josh Luna saw at the Rose Bowl last year with Justin Herbert, they're not there this year. And again, the Marine Josh Luna is 100% right. Those who live in the past die in the past. This isn't 2019. This is 2020. Uh, Oregon had the Marine Josh Luna saw that great Oregon uh, offensive line. Mario Cristobal was the offensive line coach for Nick Satan and one, he has four national championship rings, right? He actually has five. One is a player in 1990 with Dwayne Johnson and four is a coach for Nick Satan. This is offensive line coach. And man, did he do a great job recruiting and developing that Oregon offensive line that has five guys playing in the NFL right now. But they're not playing this year. And uh, even though USC has problems on defense, uh, they just have more players on offense, and that offense is quick. Uh, those offensive linemen that USC got, the new guys, even though they're new, they're all monsters. So USC uh, should win this game going away. They have a lot of momentum, getting uh, that lucky win against UCLA. And this game's going over. What's the over-under, 55? Oh, this one's going to be a, a 66. 66. Yeah. Still going to go over. This is going to be like a 48-28 game because even though Oregon's offense is young, USC's defense is horrible. So USC is going to have to keep scoring, but they have no reason to keep anything in their back pocket. The full offense is going to be on display. They're not going to stop it the way they did against Washington State. They're going to keep going uh, pedal to the metal. And even if King Slovis, who was injury prone, gets hurt, Matt Fink will come back to back up and uh, tear it up. I think Matt Fink's probably better than King Slovis because he can run. Yeah. And those USC wide receivers, the Matson Brown, all of them, Drew McCoy, all of them, uh, 21, all of them, all you do is lob it up and they'll go get it, man. They're all Juju Smith-Schusters that'll be in the NFL. So it'll be a show today. And uh, yeah. Fink, your... You'll see Trojans. So I'm ready for the game. I'm going to watch the game. 
yeah. too much on it, right? So for those watching on the screen, when things happen, I'm just gonna pull up my uh, curling bar, start doing curls, get the anger out, <laughs> watching the game. But yeah, we'll go with All your right. USC Trojans. Okay. Right on. <laughs> now let's get to the, the big ones right here of the championship weekend. Alabama, Florida. How you feeling tomorrow about that one? SEC championship game, heavyweights. Heavyweights, two blue chip programs. Uh, so you say, oh, these are blue chip programs. But you take a USC, you take Florida, they have gone on hard times. And it's because it's two tiers. You have talent and you have developmental, right? A guy like Matt Campbell at Iowa State, he's phenomenal at developing talent, right? Yes. Florida, even though they got blue ship guys, has not developed those guys on defense. And it could be they could make excuses about uh, spring practice, this, that, or whatever. They've been horrible tackling. And Todd Grafton, the defensive coordinator, their whole defensive staff has not fixed that problem. Could it be that they're teaching a new tackling where you don't leave with your head and you go with your shoulder or whatever it is, they haven't tackled anybody. Teams have scored a lot of points on them, right? And to beat Alabama, you have to have two things, right? You have to have uh, a complete team and you gotta be ready to go special teams and you have to have a running quarterback. Florida has neither. You say, well, Mullins has beaten Nick Satan. Yeah, he beat Nick Satan, but we're running quarterbacks, right? Uh, he beat him with Dak Prescott, and he beat them with uh, Tim Tebow. Those are running quarterbacks. Trask cannot run. That was a big problem with him against LSU. We cashed those, that LSU ticket. It was very easy, plus 24. We ended up winning the game by 27 points. And they're going to it's not that they're not going to play hard, but they're not going to be able to cover Alabama. Now, I got Alabama at minus 13 last week. That's why when it's a team like Alabama and you're confident about them, you bet them early. Uh, what's the line right now? It's so 17. 17 and a half. 17 and a half. Yeah. I would... Right now, I would take a point off, take it off that key number and go at Alabama. Now, when they hear us, the Marie Josh Lewin and I call a game, we're noticing the line's been moving. So there's somebody with a lot of money <laughs> making money. That's, we, we give them away for free, so we're happy to do it. Somebody's bidding a lot of money. Uh, if people jump on that, and you wake up in the morning and it's plus 22 Florida, plus 24 and a half Florida, then you go the other way. Then you go with the Florida Gators, right? And what's the over under on that game? 74 and a half. 74 points. Yeah. That's going under. That's not, yeah. this is SEC football. Both this traditional, a lot of uh, money involved, a lot of uh, guys into it. And believe me, Alabama has been studying Florida since March. And Florida has been studying Alabama since March as well. So 
the Missouri Sarkeesian. So they'll get a couple turnovers, Florida. They'll get they'll have their moments to keep it under the center of the floor. What do you think, the Marine Josh Luna? Thinking you got it right on right on the nail. I think it's gonna be Florida and the under. And yeah, no, I'm Alabama's a machine that will it's gonna be hard to be stopped. Speaking yeah, of speaking yeah. of machines that are pretty hard to stop, Clemson against Notre Dame. How are you feeling about that one? Clemson. Yeah, we rematch. were talking about it before, man. You're right on it. What are your thoughts? Notre Dame can't do it two times in a row, right? I mean, no. Clemson just, they are going to get the revenge. You got Trevor Lawrence back. You know, you got a solid team back. It's not at Notre Dame. They don't have to deal with that crowd anymore. And I think Clemson's going to go for revenge and go for blood. And I like Clemson in this one. I mean, personally, I think they're going to cover this one at 10. I think it's 10 and a half. I think they're going to win by like 17 and, you know, they might have some fun with this game. How are you feeling about this one? hundred percent agreement. Uh, Notre Dame was studying Clemson since March and they were all hyped up for that game. But Trevor Lawrence wasn't even playing, right? You had Bryce uh, Young from Southern California High School. I think San John Bosco, one of those. Uh, and he, he let him up, really. And he had a rough start. So if his start was smooth, Clemson probably still would have won. Uh, Clemson turned the ball over in that game a few times. Uh, so Clemson's going to blow him out. Uh, and then Clemson has a lot of resources, right? So after that game, I can guarantee you uh, that he had, uh, that old Sweeney had uh, a good friend of his, uh, a Ferdy Kitchens, right? He's going to be offensive corner place for the Giants. He has a guy like that or Willie McCurvey, an old man, old football guy. Who all they do is study Notre Dame and they're just going to be so, I don't think they're going to let Notre Dame score. I think uh, Ian Book is fraudulent, right? Uh, maybe some billionaire Notre Dame alumni pays off some general manager in the NFL and you see Ian Book in the NFL. We love it. We'll bet against Ian Book. I'm going to bet against Ian Book against legitimate competition all day, every day. So Ian Book is a joke. He's going to be exposed against uh, a ferocious Clemson defense. And it's going to be a blowout. And it's going to be such a blowout that uh, the game will stay under. But what's the total in that game? Four. Okay, I got you right now. I just had it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's 60, actually. All right, 60. So even better. Uh, yeah, take that under the 60 points, because I don't really see uh, – I see Clemson winning 50 to nothing. We'll see. Clemson to, get them, to get them in the playoffs. <laughs> They're going to get their <laughs> playoff. They're going to get in right now. Yeah. Well, uh, Devil Sweeney, I think, just to motivate his guys. Yeah, they're going to want to. He's running his mouth about, you know, hey, we're getting cheated. We're getting disrespected and all this, you know, all this stuff to get these guys motivated. Okay, well, I mean, I think they're going to be motivated. I think Clemson's going to win. I hope, you know, we'll see. Let's we'll hope see, so. What's the line on that? Ten? Ten and a half, yeah. Ten and a half. To be safe, right, uh, you Drop knock a point. it down a point. Yeah, yeah. nine and a half. So if the game ends up being uh, – 30-20 Clemson, 
you cash your ticket, you make your money. Because that's that's the objective here, using business and financial concepts in my MBA to make money watching sports. Hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of watching, this is a championship game that won't be watched by too many, only real football heads. Right. Boise State, San Jose State. How are you feeling about the Mountain West championship game right here in uh, San Jose? Yeah, this is all you guys, man. All the people on Twitter. Excited. We're excited for this one. Yeah, yeah. They've all been hyping up San Jose State. Yeah, San Jose State's been doing really well. Um, yeah, and they have uh, great coaches. They have uh, guys that were with uh, Jim Harbaugh when he was in uh, the FBS, University of San Diego. Real good, hard coaches, right? Football heads who can develop talent. They don't have blue chips. And man, they've been grinding. And San Jose State looks good. Very, very organized team. Very, very disciplined team. And Boise State has always been, a, uh, you know, the best developmental program out there. And they go in two-year cycles usually, right? Like uh, Northwestern was bad last year. We knew they were going to be good this year because that's what they target because they develop. Same thing with Boise State. I think last year was the year that they were supposed to be really good. They go to Florida State, and they basically blow out Florida State. Florida State only came back because it's so hot in Florida. <laughs> they came back in the second half. But uh, Boise pretty much dominated. This year, uh, they lose against BYU, and we know that BYU is in that grade. They lost close to Carolina. And they've been squeaking by. They haven't been showing too much. You're going to show everything in this game. But as disciplined and good as San Jose State is, based on the Marine John Luna's recommendation, I'm going to put $1,000 of my hard-earned cash on the San Jose State Spartans. Let's go Spartans. Let's go Spartans. Let's get it. Go meet what he's saying. <laughs> What's that over-under? The over-under for this one is going to come down to it's 56 and a half. And that one, ah, that's scary. It's scary, but I'm going to go under because of the way these guys have been playing this year. And the fact that the San Jose State is a hardball guy, that means that when he gets the lead, right, he wants to cut the game in half, which means – and these are very smart, disciplined guys, right? He's going to take the uh, play clock all the way down to the bottom. He's going to snap it with one second left, and they're going to run it up the middle, <laughs> right? Yes. When you're watching that, you're going to laugh and have a good time because you've been the under – and time is going off that clock with a San Jose State lead, right? And that's fun, right? San Jose State has a lead, let's say. Let's say they're, they're winning by seven. That means that you're winning by 14 or 13 points right now. And you bet the under and the quarterback snapping the ball with one second left. <laughs> Small pleasures in life. <laughs> Watching football, betting games, man, making money. Which other games do you have right here? Um, I, I, the only game, we'll leave with this one. The only game, unless you see another one, that I'm very excited about is that um, I call it the see with your eyes game, right? Uh, independent wealthy warrior, uh, Bernard Wolfman, look him up. He told me 30 years ago about investing and uh, getting financial services. Oh, Josh, you're going to be in financial services. You see with your eyes. Basically, what that means is don't believe the hype. Don't believe the outside noise. Make your own decision based on what you see with your eyes, right? Even though we've got a good podcast talking about that. 
your perception is 50-50. However, Wisconsin, last win was against Michigan. And Michigan sucks. They've lost three games in a row. Uh, Rutgers is four plays away from being six and one. Again, you got a guy, Greg Schiano, Joe Paterno guy. He sleeps in the office. He's married to the game of football, right? Uh, with a Sandusky thing, as cold as he is and as distant as he is from his family, there's a lot of questions about Shiano, right? But with that being said is he's isolated. All he does is think about football. All he does is strategize, former NFL coach. And the way we talked about coaches so much is because, and we'll put in the episode notes, fundamental analysis that you use in business, you study the corporate governance to make an investment. So making an investment in this game, Chiano, right? Uh, you're getting points. You're getting, let's say, seven and a half points. You take Chiano, seven and a half points at home against a Wisconsin team, right? That is on a losing streak. And the way they play, you see in Wisconsin playing in the Rose Bowl, they're a yeah. plotting team. They run the ball. They play zone on defense, right? So what that means is they're like Tomlin. They have a, a three to seven point lead to them is 20 points, right? Because you're going to take time off the clock. Uh, they're going to run the ball. If they get stopped, you see the punter come out. And you'll notice that the punter will punt it with one second left in the clock. <laughs> so what does that mean to us? What? It means the dog in the under. Yes. No, it's right. I think uh, the them Badgers, man, the Badgers are something else. They're they've been struggling since that Michigan win when we thought they were a top ten team. But you know, I still believe in that team too. They still got a solid quarterback. They they have a solid quarterback, but this is something that I'm going to follow with teams like uh, Wisconsin, maybe a little bit LSU, Florida's another team, uh, where the their coaches felt that COVID-19 was a hoax and that they're not going to do any social distancing or wear a mask. Then 75% of the team gets COVID. That's why Wisconsin was out for like a month, three weeks. What are the long-term effects, right, on the vascular system? Because when you're an athlete and your vascular system gets messed up a little bit, that's totally different, right? And Wisconsin is on a three-game losing streak. Yeah. And I think that's the first time Wisconsin's lost three games in a row in a long time. And then Shiano's on an upswing. Uh, he's won two out of the last three. And really, that overtime game against Michigan, he should have won. Uh, he was one play away against others. And then the losses are against Penn State. Penn State is a talented team, young, talented team, and it's certainly a good team right now. And Shiano has absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's what I call ham sandwiches. Right now. Once he gets his recruits in there, I think Rutgers is going to be legit. But for now, they'll cover a spread against uh, your Wisconsin Badgers and take the under. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. We're going to go. Right. Uh, I'm going to say we finished the regular season undefeated. Now we're in the postseason. This is postseason. 
championship yeah. week. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And postseason football now. Yeah. Last know. chance of the playoff. A lot of teams got to get these W's in before the bowl season starts. Last game of the season for many teams not choosing to play in a bowl game. So pretty much postseason. Yeah. Big time. And uh, feel guilty, but I'm giving away all the information for free. Uh, historically, last 10 years, I've been 80% bowl season, NCAA tournament the same way. Uh, and we're heading to that. We're heading to bowl season, then we're heading to college basketball and uh, NBA. As we keep rolling, right? Because it never stops, right? And uh, you always have to have two to three revenue streams going. And if you own a business, 80% of your time has to be in revenue generating activity. If you're on a business, you can't just sit around watching games. You have to be able to monetize it. And the Marine, Josh Luna and myself have been undefeated every week we've been on the podcast. Final words, the Marine Josh Luna. Uh, this- I'm ready for this game tonight. Let's watch. Let's watch some football. Go Pound USC uh, Trojans. Uh, and there was another game tonight, the Championship Conference USA. Uh, it's for people on the stream, and I'll do a Twitter video on it to get those people better. 4 p.m. Take the Marshall Thundering Herd and the minus six points. They'll be ready to go against a very, very well-coached, but untalented University of Birmingham team, Alabama, Birmingham. They have a great coach, great coach. It's, it's, it shouldn't even be in that game, right? So teams like this get blown out. So look for Marshall and Coach Holiday and 100 guys, 100 career starts going into the season on the offensive line of your We Are Marshall. Thundering herd. Learning her. All right. Yes. And we always close with the guy that got us through World War II, Sir Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life for what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESBC uh, Betting and Financial Podcast. All right. And we get the last stream off. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. And they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. That's why this podcast costs $800 and that costs $200. And I don't know what that costs, I'm just shaking the word. That's why.